Hello and welcome to Hmm Nutrition Choice on the Radio for Scotland Network. Each month, your intrepid hosts Martin and John review weird, terrible or just plain interesting albums. Featuring special guest comedians, musicians and civilians, this podcast dissects and inspects a whole bunch of curious production choices. These discussions are presented here without comment. Bar one. Hmm, interesting choice. Welcome back. If you're just tuning in, and this is the only legitimate time I can say that, you have actually came into the middle of an episode, featuring our special guest, Gavin Crawford. And now join us on the thrilling conclusion of our review. Previously on Hmm, Interesting Choice. A squid eating dough in a polyethylene bag is fast and bulbous. Got me? I had a really vivid image of Captain Beefheart naked on a bridge, <laughs> shouting, what? shouting these lyrics. Uh, um, someone having a hold on Mike with a guy playing guitar looking really like degraded. <laughs> Was the guitarist naked as well? This, this, I don't know, it sounds this is a, It sounds kind of cool, but this could yeah. just equally be the out-of-tune ramblings of a madman. There's old green with a sewing machine. Where's the bomb? Literally. <laughs> How the can fuck can you whistle these songs? <laughs> but, really? <laughs> hang on, guys! Hang on! <laughs> that old-time That old-time religion. Back out, blue. There's the really abrasive pop with time signatures that don't exist. <laughs> and then and then there's the nightmare songs which are built with like genuinely scary. Yes. I remember first hearing this one like to this. Just too late at night. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm going to wake up and see the thing that's <laughs> making the sound in front of me. It's time to go in the barrel, John. <laughs> I don't have much to say. I just, I wrote on set. Alright, I'll say hate I'm then. I'll say hate. Really? Because hate's a positive emotion as well. <laughs> Sometimes I find, I find. What? <laughs> we have to go back! So that's the end of that side. We're on to side three, hair pie bake two. This is the good bake. This is the good stuff. <laughs> it's a whole song. It's got an instrumental. On to the next one, Pino. Frank Zappa appears on this yeah. at the start. Let's hear that, can we? Yeah, yeah. Okay, do it again. I love, that. I love those words. Fast and bulbous. That's right, the mascara snake. Fast and bulbous. Bulbous also tapered. Yeah, but you've got to wait until I say. Also, a tin teardrop. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Again, beginning. I've never imagined, I've never even imagined the scenario in my life where Frank Zappa is the voice of reason in a conversation <laughs> between a bunch of people. Like, it's like, wait, guys, come on. Okay, good. Let's, let's not go. be crazy here. Yeah. Like, Let's be down. serious. Yeah. 
I, I found this an all-out fucking oral assault. This is a nightmare again. This yeah. is one of the nightmares. It's got that scary voice. That's this right, the, the mascara snake. Like, Fast and bulbous. <laughs> and also, a tin teardrop. Yeah, the, the, the intro's weird, though, because when they do break, try to record it, the, mm. the band member goes, ha, <laughs> Christ. Christ. Even he's just can't believe it. And then they do it correctly, and B-Fart's like, that's right, <laughs> if that makes <laughs> now sense. Now we've got now. it. <laughs> yeah, now we've got it now, guys. He's a bit eccentric. But yeah, that's, when the song kicks in, the lyrics are literally screaming. <laughs> yes. And there's some nice backing screaming <laughs> that comes in in harmony. <laughs> they, they've, it's a bit like the Beach Boys. They're, they've got a nice layering of vocals, but those vocals are screaming. Yeah, can we play a clip of this around yeah. one minute? It sounds like a nightmare. The end of this is a nightmare as well. There's like speaking in tongues at the end of this. <laughs> I hear this. <laughs> We're at the halfway point. It's maybe good to mention the fact that uh, this is a house where musicians have been locked in for eight months in blackened windows. It's a pretty good definition of nearly all the songs that we're reviewing. It's really obvious. That's what the screaming was about. Captain, do you mind if I just scream on this track? <laughs> yeah. It's not going to cause any attention like they're, to they're this situation. coming up with song ideas. Like, oh, I'm hearing a bit of drums here. Captain, I'm hearing a bit of screaming here. I'm hearing just high-pitched yep. screaming. Captain's like, oh, that's just someone in the bedroom. Like, that's someone I've locked in there. Okay, next song, Well. This is gold. Like, this is his perfect vocal range. For a growling a cappella chant, this sounds quite conventional. <laughs> this is actually one of the most conventional songs they've got. <laughs> yeah. He's just having, like, he's going beyond Barry White with how baritone and oh. soulful he is. Put an instrument behind this, because this is... I I know yeah. that that would... L- that would lose the synchronisation that he usually has <laughs> yeah. on songs between his singing and the instruments. But the lyrics are so well wrote, so well delivered. Put like just. Are you a hearing a wee bit of drums on it? Wee bit of drums. Do you hear any screaming on this one? No, because this is in the well. So <laughs> I imagine he's dumped the body down the well. Oh, he's just singing down God. to them. Well, well. I was listening to this at a stupid time in the morning. Reaching the point, I was like. Oh my god, I'm actually listening to this. And then at the exact same time that I thought this is getting too difficult, the line came across my mind cracked like, like custard. custard. That's a great line. It's That's a, a good line, line, but it certainly it summed up where I was at at that <laughs> point with this album. Do you just like press pause and go, I'm gonna sleep? No, I left it I left it going, but my god. On to the next one. When Joan sets up. When Big Joan. When Big sets Joan up. sets up. I apologise, Joan. The dimensions of Joan confuse me. I, I, no, I, I, I got the story. That song. Please. <laughs> Wait. I, 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 no, hold the story. No, no. Please, please uh, relay it to Gavin, us. please explain. Because <laughs> yeah. I have no, no. idea. I well, don't even know what this Joan looks like but much less it, what she's doing well you've got to remember it's fucking beef art trying to tell this story so it's always <laughs> going to be very strange compared to normal <laughs> what, what 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 the basic story is is that um, captain the captain mm. 
I'm just going to call him the captain. He just, he just <laughs> freshly got his promotion. <laughs> was an admiral. The captain. Um, it's basically telling a story about a woman who has major um, self issues with her with her weight, which actually supposedly Don Villay, um had a lot of issues with his own weight. Uh, deal with a lot of anxiety because of it. So is he Big and, John? Well, he's telling the story through Big John, but it's actually about him because okay. what he's saying this is that... like a Judy Bloom novel. No, I know. <laughs> I know. It's it's very in-depth, actually, when you look at it. But um, I, didn't, I didn't pick that up from the lyrics because John's dimensions encompass... Her arms are too small. No, there's lots of references because if you think about her own self-awareness... Her hands are too small because her body's too big, and at the at the end, Beefheart comes out and he says that he'll be he'll come out with her. But and why he'll is come this... out into the sunlight with her? Because she's scared to come out during the day, John. She wants to hide she in her house. But why is her head scared. like a ball? Why has she got a horse? Ask why him. does she gallop into the <laughs> moonlight? You know the story You're of this song. Bar. Tell us why. <laughs> I, I can't go into the whole details. <laughs> <laughs> National security. Well, there's a um, there's a grey saxo on oh, this. Oh, I wrote comes sax. In. I wrote sax in my See, when this came in, I thought it was a violin when it was coming in. I, know, I thought it was going to go in a sweet folk melody, but nope. <laughs> Can we play the clip of that at 43 seconds? We're going to play two clips from this song then. Let's play that one first, and then we'll come into what's next. I think it suits that the song the actual music on the song is quite good so it's more of the blues side than the one abrasive of, shit one of the things I'd say is the end of this song is another one of those hooks that's like hmm. safe as milk that yeah. just catches you safe and as milk I like safe that. as milk's it's a great name for an album milk I've farm. never heard that phrase before in my life I've got to trust that's a real thing and not something you've just made up it's, it's the I'm name of his first album, album. Right. <laughs> It's the name of a captain. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought, um, no, I mean, he's not just like made up the phrase safe as milk. That's as literally what I thought. And it's going to be like, I'm not, milk's I'm not, not that, that safe. Like, go, I'm goes not out. that confident in my own ability to make up phrases. you got salmonella. Milk goes out of date. You feel even warm. You can use it again. It curdles. But the, the hook at the end, the hook's good. The best part of this song, though, for me... Is there's a bit where he talks about a Merc Montclair. A rolled rolled up over a Merc Montclair, then and it then stops. Stops and the guitar plays a chord which literally sounds like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That's Let's play cool. that clip. <laughs> Turquoise scarf and silver rolled up over a Merc Montclair. Uh, I love the idea the, the guitars are the only people questioning him yeah. at this point the guitar just goes to be far well stop a second what? what? I was up with I was with you until that point right okay let's move on to the next one Fallen Ditch another crazy opening where he's just eating an apple <laughs> that's like if you listen to like an indie schmindy artist who did <laughs> indie that schmindy. Indie, some indie schmindy artist who ble- that's a an good apple. artist name 
let's let's take Joanna Newsom for example. <laughs> Imagine Joanna Newsom opens with eating an apple. You'd be like, oh yeah, that's cool. It's quite cookie. Kind of cookie. Captain Beefheart opening with eating an apple just sounds fucking sinister. Sinister. <laughs> like, is it? Like, what's he going to do when he finishes that apple? What's he doing? What is the core going to be used yeah. for? Because I imagine he's eating the core. Seeds <laughs> all. Yeah. Is it an allegory for something? This is a pretty good blues song, Fallen Ditch. He because he fell in a ditch. Mm. There is some. Uh, improv and this that's quite good when it goes Rocket Martin takes off again into the wind hmm. what do you run on Rocket Martin an unprompted question they've not rehearsed and then someone off makes like say beans <laughs> so I run on beans, beans. laser beans laser beans <laughs> that's, that's good improv it's the most improv apparently that they are allowed to have in yeah. the album he also asks another question in the lyrics who's afraid of the spirit with the blues for bones I am. <laughs> I am, Captain. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> right, okay. On to the next one. Sugar and Spikes. Another fairly conventional rock song. The drums oh, on this, this yeah, at amazing. the end is insane. Amazing. There is no way to explain how amazing. Just right at the breakdown at the end, it's just... It's just hitting everything <laughs> in time wrote, with themselves. I just wrote in my notes, pounding. Yes. <laughs> he is thumping the skins. The only thing I thought about the song is like, as a lyricist, someone writing down the lyrics, is as if he mistyped everything. <laughs> he's just writing it and he just mistyped everything. Lots of everything, typos so and... Just random words with no commas. Yeah. That's, just that's, words. Didn't spell check. No that, spell check. It, there's possibly the craziest line in the whole album in this song. You may not have picked up on it. The line is, there's no H on my faucet. So that's like a hot so and cold I... faucet, and he doesn't All have right. a H on okay. it. That is not a concern that I would <laughs> ever imagine Captain Beefheart having in his life. Like, he... He's everything up till now. He's more human. Yeah, I I imagine Captain Beefheart like when he cleans his hands, he goes out into the garden, just fucking <laughs> shoves them in a pool yeah. of stagnant water, comes back in and wipes it on his face or something. Yeah, I can just imagine him buying this house, going around checking the ceilings, double glazed. Guys, that's going to be a good place for a cult. Whoa, whoa, that's, that's some check the faucet first, guys. This, we're going to want to check the faucet. It's mm. good call. Good call, Rocket Morton. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's check the cold first. Let's go to it. It says uh, that C, checks out. C, blue. Story checks out. Yeah, runs clear. Wait. Yeah, that, that seemed crazy to me in the context of what I've heard so far. On to the next one. Ant-Man B. Guys, what do you think this song's about? I heard it's really important, but I can't remember why. Is it to do with war? <laughs> is it to do with war? I, th- I thought it was about uh, racism. Because I was like, white ants running, black ants crawling, yellow ants dreaming, brown ants longing. All those people longing to be free. Guys, I'm fucking joking. It's the simplest possible about, song he's done, I think. It's about an Ant-Man. <laughs> no, it's about his brother, Ant-Man B. B stands for brother? No, like Ant-Man A and Ant-Man B. I don't understand. There are yeah, two Ant Men. One is A, one is B. So that's also oh, that's a song about Ant Man B, which is his brother. Yeah, right. Why is it his brother? It might not be his brother. It's just the second Ant Man. 
what are you talking about? You've got Ant-Man A. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've went insane for this album. It's like, oh, it's really simple, Mark. You have Ant-Man A and Ant-Man B. And Ant-Man B's his brother. He's his brother? Well, he might not be his brother. That makes sense to you. <laughs> doesn't have to be his brother. Why did you say it's his brother in the first place, it then? It could be his brother. I don't know him well. I'm only joking. This is the most simple to understand song in my mind. It's really obviously a racism song. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. Do I yeah. get points? You get points. Yes. Like, this is... this. There's no complex, weird joining of words that make no sense. No. This is like, ants and people have different colours. They yeah. don't like each other's colours. They that's all want that sugar, which is the oil. <laughs> oh, I see. The that one, sweet oil. That sweet oil. The one part I don't understand, however, is that he talks about bees, and he mentions that the bees don't go to war with each other. They just take nectar from the f- flower and leave it be. So who do they represent? That's my question. Who oh. are the bees in this analogy? The government. It's quite a good song. <laughs> I also like the... I kind of love the horns on this song. Mm. <laughs> good. That's good. We don't even have to play a clip for that. That covers it. And final side of the album. First track, Orange Claw Hammer. I've said this before, you can throw a lot of songs in this album out. This is the same as Dust Blows Forward and Back. Yeah, it's just a continuation of that. Just another rambling acapella on tape. It's doing the exact same thing where he's played the tape, recorded it, stopped, played the tape, recorded it. Made lots of mistakes, made lots of hesitations. I I, I probably prefer the lyrics on this one than Dust Blows Forward and Back. Once mm. again, this this has got another of my favourite album, my favourite lines of all time. Um... Shanghaied by a hat beaver mustache man and his pirate friend, and his pirate friend, and his pirate friend. I woke up in vomit and beer in a banana bin, and a soft lass with brown skin bore me seven babies, (laughs) seven with snapping black eyes (laughs) and beautiful ebony skin. It's pretty intense. He also talked about cherry phosphate in this. Have you guys heard about that before? I've heard the name. I don't know what it is. Yeah, cherry phosphate's like, it's that fizzy, like, cherry drink thing that you mix up. I think it is cremola foam. That's what I was trying to say. But now that you've said it, I'm not too sure if it's exactly the same. But that sounds like a strange drink. (laughs) But that's... Captain Beefheart would refer to his drinks as chemicals. <laughs> That's, that would make sense. But when I looked up, I was sort of disappointed that it's actually a kid's drink. And I think it's more of an American thing. Where so, Captain, said, can we get some cherry phosphate? Captain, what would you like to drink with your meal? <laughs> I will have cherry carbonate phosphate. Magnesiums. <laughs> I'll have oxidized magnesium. We've yeah. got a few words written down, but I think I was maybe getting really tired by this point. Uh, I've got pie steam. Stole shoes. <laughs> are these lyrics or are these just things you've wrote down? Are these your lyrics? <laughs> <laughs> you've wrote your own lyrics to this album? The High steam stole yeah, down. It's getting o'clock or enter the wild zone. Let's go into the next song. Wild Life. This I took to be him wanting to become a mountain man. <laughs> that This I took for him being a mountain man. Yeah, His yeah. wild life. Yeah. Along with his wife. <laughs> He's going on to the mountain He's going the to, rest yeah. of his life. Yes. I don't have much to say about the song. I don't think it's that good. Neither it's, 
Have you got any lyrics for this, Gav? See, be honest, see this last side, I, I was starting to get a bit bored. Mm. This last side, I think they kind of they lost the muster. This, mean, is, this is why I said I think it's front loaded. Like, yeah, that first one, everything's grabbing you, and this one, it just feels repeats mm. at some point. I've got some funny notes. It's I, I don't think it's lyrics. <laughs> Have you been holding them back till now? Because you've totally lost <laughs> I, the point I, I'm of this. I'm scared to mention it because it just seems like absolute nonsense, even to me. What's we can on? cut it out. What's we on? All, all the songs. Are you serious? <laughs> what are you this is what you should have been doing. Up <laughs> I have been kind of yeah. doing it. I have. That mouse has no bed. Oh, I don't yeah. know what I that's remember from. that one. What's that from? Oh, that is from. Oh. Guys, this is madness. We can't start going out of sync now. <laughs> you stopped it. <laughs> <laughs> have you any views on his wild life? And track 22 we're 22 <laughs> tracks in now and we're not finished I'm a paid up member of the RSPB that's all I'll say on to the next one she is too much for my mirror now there's a very good slate at the start of this I've, I've wrote clever slate intro but I can't remember what it was she's too much for my or anybody's mirror take two told you <laughs> <laughs> What does that mean? She's too fat to fit in a mirror? I presume that is exactly what it's taken okay. for. Although it talks about how she abuses a mirror, mm. I fundamentally do not understand how you can abuse a mirror. I think that's just an insult, saying she's so ugly she abuses a mirror. I kind of I prefer to imagine this scenario where she has a mirror, she slaps it occasionally. Punches it, touch it in a dirty place. Yeah, she molests the mirror, touches it behind the glass. On to the next one, Hobo Hobo Changba. This is fucking hilarious to me. We have to play a clip. I have something really important to say about this song. Can we play a clip before we start? Cannot remember what it is. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to play a clip and Gav's going to gather his thoughts. These vocals are retarded. Yes, exactly what I wrote there. (laughs) I can't call it music, it's just something suited. Feather times a feather, morning time to thaw. That's just a silly, retarded voice. What is he doing? He's making a choice to do that. Is this a hobo song? Yeah, because he talks about, like, his father is a freight train at one point. (laughs) He's hobo... I don't know what Changba is. I know what the hobo is. This is like some hobo chant, and they're singing wee hobo melodies. Hobo (laughs) Changba. Again, sort of terrifying if you're out in the streets and you hear a hobo chant. I know something really important about the song. I can't remember what it is. It's really important. Did you write it down in your book? I, I think I just forgot. <laughs> and honestly, it's very, very <laughs> important to this whole album. Can't remember. <laughs> it's probably the most important thing about this podcast. <laughs> I can't remember. Let's go on to the next song. So this is track 25, The Blimp. The Blimp. Uh, parentheses, Mouse Trap Replica. And so, it's like the ra- radio reading over band I've wrote down. Yeah, so this is this is the weirdest production one on it. Essentially, this is... Um, oh, it's like the... Uh, it's like the Mars Vola song. Is it? Trout Mask Replica. I don't know that song. There you go. Is that a Mars Vola song? It is. 
I don't Actually, know. no, is that at the driving? Is that a band? At driving. They are band. in a band. This is the. F- <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> standing up. <laughs> We're almost finished. You need to get up <laughs> on that, mate. You, need to, oh, you can stand if you want. Sorry. What did you think we were doing? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> you were so into it, it was a conversation. Hey, guys, I'm going to stand up. Wait, what? I've got all these funny things. It's a good thing we're not recording. Guys, this is really important. Wait, I forgot. I'm going to stand up and walk away. <laughs> so our, our guest just decided to stand up and start walking away during that. We, he's now standing. I'm blaming the trauma context. of the album. Anyway, this is quite a weird song on the album. The bands playing it are not the magic bands. It's Frank Zappa's Mothers of Invention. Oh, okay, didn't know that. And basically one of the members of magic bands just like relayed the lyrics down the phone to Frank Zappa. Oh, I heard this story. Yeah, so that, that mu- instrumentation, it. yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with them. It mm. was originally an instrumental thing. That's and interesting. You, you can hear the quality of that band's <laughs> just from Coming that song the alone. Line. Yeah. yeah. I've got an amazing reference to the, the X beef art band members uh, if you want to go to wiki you can check out mallard oh yes yes mallard which is a band it's also of, a type of duck i believe it is it is but it's also not a band. not ev- not all the types of duck just one of many yeah it's, it's the most british one <laughs> mallard are a band of ex magic band members basically Beef heart abusees. Mm. It's like a support group. It, it is a support network. Yeah. It's like a twelve-step program. All the guys that have been through the battle. To ever be around. Dawn. Beef hearts anonymous. Basically, beef hearts twelve-step program. I will say it's quite humorous on the song when he says "tets tets." That was quite humorous. <laughs> Did you like that? Did you? I thought that was funny. On to the next track. Steal softly through sunshine. <laughs> Right. Uh, stop while we set up. Stop it. I'm sorry. We're three songs away. We're oh, so close. <laughs> Next track. Steal softly through sunshine. Steal softly through snow. I have nothing on this. Um, I have one note. It just says meh. That's it. I've just got a note saying that I can barely think anymore. <laughs> that, th- this is the point where it was getting quite difficult. You've descended into madness. Yeah, this yeah. is the bottom of the album, and then next song, from the bottom of the barrel up back to the top, Old, Old Fart at Play. Yep. This is lyrical gold all the way through. Yeah. I only, ha- I only have notes on like the end of this. Did you see the lyrics of that? His delightful eyes his, watered in appreciation. <laughs> uh, is this where it's like his excited eyes yes. from within the dark interior glazed, watered in appreciation of his thoughtful cleveration? And then the band member goes, oh man, Whoa. that's heavy. It's that's so heavy. heavy. It's so heavy. It's man. so heavy. A man, I spent about an hour and a half trying to find out who that band member was. <laughs> and it didn't work. But it's just the end where it's like, 
This is the song that's where all good, the Trout Mask no, comes from. That, that's a good analysis of all the lyrics in the album. You could just, at any random couple that you could take, you could be like, man, that is so heavy. <laughs> yeah. Guys, so, guys, so. guys, last song here. We, we almost made it. We We're almost, almost there. made it. Let's hit that last song. Can I make a wee reference to the last song? What? I did feel like the last song was a total Bond song. It was absolutely Bond. This is Veterans Day Poppy, the yeah. final song on the album. It's all about Veterans Day poppies. Yeah. This, this is the least amount of lyrics on a song in the whole album, I'm pretty mm. sure. It's only got like three or four or maybe five lines. Yeah, I can't buy your Veterans Day poppy, is one of the lines. That's because he can't afford it, because it's donation-based. <laughs> so even Captain Beefheart could like, chip in something. I'm pretty sure he clarifies later that he says, it can't get me high, it can only make me cry. Your <laughs> Veterans Day poppy. Does he not respect the veterans then? I'm pretty sure that, I mean, as a captain, you'd think he'd care about it. Yeah, I suppose if it makes him cry, at least he cares about it. Yeah. But he just doesn't respect him enough to buy a poppy. Yeah, he was a captain in the army, Mm. and he saw shit. Yeah. So he doesn't want to be reminded of his mate's face being (laughs) blown off. this is going to sound stupid, but are you actually joking, or was he actually a captain (laughs) in the army? (laughs) He wasn't actually a captain. Everything I've read states that he just started calling himself a captain. Yeah, that's what I figured. (laughs) I like how that's just <laughs> default. Oh, yeah, guys, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I figured. Of course. No, don't yeah. worry about it. He was on a call. He was the captain of the call. He doesn't seem like the guy that would do well in the army or the navy. No, he's like the colonel of KFC. Yeah. I'm sure they're in the same kind of army. Yeah. I yeah. suppose he, he could be in charge, but he wouldn't take orders. He, he would be great at giving orders. Yeah. But yeah, uh, this is a good song. I like this song quite a lot. Okay. I think it's very standard for B-Fart rock, blues... Was that not nice just lead. because you were feeling like a wave of euphoria when you realised it was the last track? Maybe. That, psychologically, probably. Yeah. But those last two songs, I think, are real big parts of the last half of this album. Yeah, maybe highlights. Yeah. We're done. We're free. We're free. <laughs> Guys, we, I didn't think we were going to make it. I, I struggled... At every stage of this, <laughs> listening to the album, trying to do this, I sit down and analyse it. This was a chore. Okay, so let's go very quickly to reviewing it. Okay, so do you like, love, hate, dislike? Uh, well, I'll go first. I liked the album. Um, I hated <laughs> listening to it and trying to review it because... Um, like Brian Wilson's smile, when, yeah. we, when we start doing albums that are critically well reviewed and then start trying to pull them apart and make fun of it it's very difficult to do it it's much easier to do with a pop album and make fun of little lyrics and oh look at the silly cliche choice they're doing but when it's an experimental album and there's so there's like dense phd level detail and mad choices it becomes a bit of a drag Mm. but i do like the album i would recommend this to friends yeah I probably wouldn't recommend this to friends. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to my friends. I think, I think to be honest, I think I love Beefheart, but there's a difference between... I think it'd be quite easy to say 
check this out. This is really good because this is a famously well-known album and it's very good. But I just know I'm a big fan of Safest Milk. (laughs) And I know (laughs) that it's much more accessible. It's still quite strange, Hmm. but it's just you don't feel like someone's just punching you in the face <laughs> with like musical theory musical terror musical rained down upon by chords yeah. basically you don't feel like you're having to go through a PhD and write an essay about it yeah so what about yourself um <laughs> there's a B there's a B I disliked it. <laughs> like, I covered this on the first half. Um, I thought the first... I basically loved the first half. But by the second you get to the end of the album, that second half is so full of B-sides that it yeah. feels like it's a waste of time. It feels like you've wasted your time by the end of the album, mm-hmm. which is such a shame because even on the last half, you got stuff like Old Fart Planes, Veterans Day Poppy which are really good songs. If you move those into that first half, just split the LP in half. <laughs> you've got a fantastic, yeah. very listenable album. But I I just dislike... if I so review it in terms it. of me listening to this album. I dislike listening mm. to that last half of that album so much that it overrides my first half. Recommend? I would recommend listening to it. Like... It's like doing Just drugs. the first half, though. It's like doing drugs. I would recommend you try it out. Yeah. <laughs> Find out how it all goes. Like, try try the first half. You get addicted. Uh, you may not enjoy it. You may love it. But by that time, it's too late, and you're already doing the second half, and you're going back into his discography and his back catalogue. You're setting up a cult with Rocket Morton. You don't want to do that. No. Guys, congratulations. This was a mammoth task. You've mostly made it through unscathed. I am so relieved you have no idea. This is a load off my back. If you've listened to this album, if you listen to this, then you are a hero. Thank you very much for listening. You can listen to the rest of the episodes, which aren't as taxing on your time or brain, <laughs> at SoundCloud, which you can find through our Twitter at HMMChoice. That's HMMChoice on Twitter. If you have any recommendations for any other albums, then we're almost completely open to anything. You understand our views on these kind of albums. Please just give us some fun to listen to. That'd be great. Until next time, bye. Hmm, Interesting Choice is a production for the Radio for Scotland Network. For more information, visit radio4scotland.com.